Welcome to the Essential Astrocast. I'm your host, Veronica Peretti. I'm an astrologer and a yoga teacher, and each week I let you know what's going on up there in the heavens so that you can dictate your fate down here on Earth. So before we get into the episode, I wanted to mention that I heard your requests. A lot of you said that you were interested in my new moon and full moon restorative rituals, but you were not interested in practicing yoga with me during the week. So I heard you. I get it. We started something new in online yoga club. It's called the moon membership, and you can join me monthly for the new moon and the full moon restorative rituals, and also get a guided meditation each month for the planetary season that we are in. If you were interested in joining me for those new moon and full moon rituals and getting a guided meditation each season, the moon membership is perfect for you. It's a great way for you to develop a relationship with the moon cycle. So I hope you'll join us. You can head over to my website, veronicaparetti.com slash moon membership, and I will link it up in the show notes below. Welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. This is Veronica, and I am coming to you late this week because frankly, I have been in my own feelings for days after the decision came out last Friday to overturn Roe v. Wade. I know that you are all feeling this as well. And, you know, it's a time that feels really desperate and feels like we are truly living in some of those dystopian moments that we imagined in 2016. And I like this podcast to be a place where you come for light and for some humor and for inspiration. And so it's always a struggle for me when I'm feeling really down to show up on the microphone and talk to you guys. And this is yet again, another reason why I need to be batching these podcasts when I'm feeling good so that you have an episode no matter what to look forward to which is something that I am working on getting myself to do this fall, and I'll get there one day. But for now, I know that many of you have questions about what happened, so I thought we would talk a little bit about that. I don't want to make this a super long episode because it is so late in the week, and I want to make sure that you get the information that you need. So let's start at the top with the new moon, something good. So we had a new moon on Tuesday in the sign of cancer at seven degrees cancer. So if you have anything at seven degrees cardinal, which would be Aries, cancer, Libra, Capricorn, this is probably a big new moon for you. It is a nice new moon. I mean, when I first saw this new moon earlier in the year, I thought that's one of the best new moons of the year. First of all, the moon is at home in cancer. It is where it is in domicile. It is the ruler of cancer. It is the sign that is associated with the divine mother. It is the sign that is associated with nurturing and nourishment and home and family and connection to your ancestry and connection to your lineage. Um, And I always think of cancer as being the root of the chart because it traditionally is. It's where we come from. 
It's why it represents the mother, where we're born from. And Capricorn at the top of the chart traditionally is the legacy we will leave. So whenever we have stuff in Cancer Capricorn, it brings up a lot of family dynamics. So you might be seeing that this week. And you might see your family dynamics playing out in your friendships or other relationships. So this is a week to certainly avoid people that trigger you. So I've been avoiding my mother who triggers me, but then I'm noticing I'm being triggered by other people in my life in similar ways to my mother. So sometimes we can't escape the astrology. Now with that, the new moon occurred on Tuesday at 10.52 p.m. Eastern time. The same day, Neptune stationed to retrograde. And now I always feel Neptune stations pretty intensely. They make things feel really foggy, really heavy, really murky. I feel exhausted. I feel tired. Neptune creates confusion, but Neptune also opens us up for creativity. Neptune also opens us up for compassion and empathy. So if you're walking around feeling like an open wound this week or really vulnerable, it's a lot of this. It's not only the Neptune station, it's the new moon in Cancer. And everything with this new moon is being amplified because the new moon is squaring Jupiter. And Jupiter is the planet of am- amplification. So whatever he touches, he magnifies and expands. So that new moon energy is being expanded. Now, on first glance, that seems like a really good thing because this seems like a nice new moon. The moon is in its home sign. There's nice aspects going on. But Cancer is vulnerable. Cancer is passive aggressive. Cancer is emotional. So all of the emotions, all of your vulnerabilities are coming up and being amplified this week. So it's a very emotional week. And we're all feeling really open and really raw not only because of what's going on in the world, but because of the Neptune station and because of all of this cancer activation with the help of Jupiter. Now, Jupiter is in Aries. And while cancer and the water signs, Scorpio and Pisces, might get a bad rap for being particularly sad or moody, the truth is nobody is more emotional than the fire signs. And I can say that because I am one. So Jupiter in Aries is a fighter. And when Jupiter is in Aries, all of our passion, all of our anger, all of our strong emotions are amplified. So we're feeling all of this this week. And then add on top of that, we've got Mars square Pluto on Friday. And this is why I could not let you go into the weekend without an episode of the podcast. Mars square Pluto on Friday is tough. This is one of, if not the most challenging um, aspects that we get. And that's because this is really an aspect of war. Mars likes to go to war. Mars likes to start the fight, to move things forward, to initiate. Pluto is transformation. He's also power. He's also control. So you can imagine that there's going to be a fight for control And someone is going to try to dominate someone else. And when two people are trying to dominate, that's going to be pretty intense. So 
there's going to be some outbursts. Expect for this to be a little bit volatile. Again, it's a holiday weekend here in the U.S. and also in Canada, I believe. So it's likely that you'll be with your family and you might find them triggering. It's likely that you're going to be with people. And these topics of what's going on in the world are going to come up. So I want you to take a deep breath before you respond. I know that's really hard. And it's particularly hard because Mars is involved and Mars is in his home sign of Aries. And when Mars is in Aries, he acts first and thinks later. So again, emotions are high and our actions and reactions are going to be quick. So be prepared for that. The good news, Mars moves quickly. So he is going to move beyond this square with Pluto fairly quickly. And then next week he'll be moving into Taurus. Now, before he gets here, that is going to be an interesting moment, July 4th, July 5th, because Mars will be at 29 degrees Aries, which is where he was on January 6, 2021. And now we're in this process of rehashing all that went on that day. So it'll be interesting to see how this Mars square Pluto plays out in the collective, especially with what we're going to be um, continuing to unpack with these hearings. So remember, there is a possibility for volatility, for fierce passion, for fierce desire, for eruption, for combustible energy. There's also an opportunity to take your passion and direct it in a really useful way. So my hope for you is that you take your passion, you take your emotion, and you channel it in a positive way. Remember, with the new moon in Cancer, the new moon is a time of moving inward, of reflecting, of resting, even more so when it's in Cancer. So give yourself permission this week to take a time out and give yourself the space you need to take care of yourself. And if you have an inkling like, you know, maybe I shouldn't go to this party I feel like I really need to rest and, you know, binge watch some Gilmore Girls or lay on my yoga mat. Trust your intuition. Trust the wisdom of your body and allow yourself the space that you need to nurture and nourish yourself on all levels, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, because that's really what cancer is about. What are you nurturing or nourishing? And what is nurturing and nourishing to you? Those are the things you want to focus on this week. And of course, remember that things are super emotional and that you are going to have moments where your emotions kind of feel like they take over and you're not the only one. We're all going through it. So let's have some space and some empathy and some compassion for one another in that process. Okay, so let's take a quick break here and then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about the politics. I'm so glad you're here listening to the Essential Astrocast, but I know that sometimes it can feel really overwhelming and hard to follow along. So thanks to other listeners, I created the Astro Cheat Sheet. You can save it in the photos on your phone. And as we move through, and if you wonder what is associated with Aquarius, what does Mars rule? 
you can turn to the Astro Cheat Sheet. So if you want one, you can head on over to astrocheatsheet.com and download your copy. All right, we're back. We're talking a little bit about what happened on Friday. So the main thing I wanted to mention was that the moon was in Taurus on Friday when the decision came out to overtone Roe v. Wade. And, you know, there were two pieces of this. There was the Mississippi case, which um, we had Roberts join the conservatives on. And then there was the overturning of Roe, which he did not join the conservatives on. There's definitely some power plays and control going on in the court. I personally thought that he had more control of the court than he obviously does. And that is definitely something that we're seeing manifest with the Pluto return of the U.S. Again, Pluto returns not bring up power and control issues, just like we talked about with that Mars squares Pluto that we're experiencing this week. So the moon was activating 26 degrees Taurus when the decision came out. Now, this is a spot in the zodiac that is home to a fixed star named Algol. Now, I am not an expert on fixed stars, and there are a lot of astrologers out there that are much more adept at speaking on fixed stars. So I'm not going to get into this too much, but Algol is the angry divine feminine, very similar to Kali in yogic or Hindu mysticism. If you are familiar with the Hindu gods and goddesses, which I'm much more familiar with from all my years of studying yoga, Kali is what comes to mind for me when I think Algol, but Algol is the symbolized by the head of Medusa. So you can imagine that when the moon came to that 26 degrees Taurus point and this decision came out, there was a release of the angry feminine. And I don't want to say just angry. I want to say righteous because it is certainly righteous. The anger is real and warranted. Now, this point, just the moon hitting Algol wouldn't have been so volatile if it weren't for the fact that this point in the chart was recently activated. We had Venus visit this point on June 19th, and we had a full moon lunar eclipse, the one that most of us could see in the world. And remember, I posted those images of it on Instagram stories, if you follow me over there. I posted this on my stories at the time because I was able to get a perfect view of it from my balcony here in New York City. And as you can imagine, seeing celestial events in New York City is not that easy. So it was pretty cool that I was able to watch it. The full moon lunar eclipse on May 16th was conjunct Algol. So this is pretty big. We knew when we had that lunar eclipse conjunct Algol, there was going to be something that was going to be pretty major. And I don't remember when the leak exactly happened, but I'm sure it was around that time. And I should have had that in my notes. And I apologize for not having that in my notes today, but we were already brewing with all of this in our collective consciousness. So the other thing that I think is pretty interesting is that if you look at the chart of Roe v. Wade, when it was actually passed, we have Pluto and Capricorn right now conjunct the Mercury that is in the Roe v. Wade chart. So from 1973, Mercury was at 28 degrees Capricorn. Pluto is currently there. 
we of course are in our Pluto return as a country. We have the second hit of our Pluto return occurring on July 11th. The first one was February 20th. The next one is December 28th. Next week, we will have the one on July 11th. So this is another symptom of this Pluto return. This is another symptom of power and control being fought over. And this is another symptom of how are we going to move forward as a country. And my hope is that this serves as the wake-up call that we need to learn that voting is not something you do every four years. It's something that you do every year. You show up for those local elections. You show up for those primaries. You get your friends to show up. You participate in democracy, whether that's phone banking, whether that's donating to candidates, whether that is posting on social media, talking to friends, uh, educating yourself. There are so many ways to get involved and we're all learning ways. I just talked to a friend of mine who has two homes. She's much older and very well off. And she was saying how her second home is in Nevada and she called Plant Parenthood and she volunteered to be a home for girls that are going to come into town to get abortion care. And I thought that was so amazing. And that's her way of getting involved and helping. So we all have ways that align with our own skill sets and strengths to get involved. And so maybe for you, it's not phone banking. Maybe for you, it's helping work the phones at your local Planned Parenthood or being a safe place for women coming into town to get the abortion care they need, you will find your own way of uh, being of service in this moment. So the other thing is that we have this Neptune opposite Neptune going on in the chart, and we're really finishing that up. So that is in the USA chart. So if we look at the USA chart, and then we look at the transits that are going on right now, This is pertinent, of course, because July 4th is coming. We're going into July 4th weekend. So if we look at the chart for the USA for July 4th, 1776, and we look at the transits right now, we've just finished up our Neptune opposite Neptune. And I just mentioned that this week we have that Neptune station. So we're all feeling Neptune. Neptune has a lot to do with our faith, our subconscious, our belief system. He can be really confusing. He can also be transcendent. So with Neptune opposite Neptune, there is a sense of how are we moving forward with our beliefs? What do we believe? And we see that the beliefs of a small minority of the country has now been put on all of us. Their religious beliefs have now been put on all of us. That's pretty Neptune opposite Neptune, if you ask me. So this will be interesting. We will be finishing up. We're finished with the Neptune opposition and then finishing up the Pluto return in 2024. So this is a moment that we all have to really make a difference with how things go forward in our country for the next 250 years and the next 50 years, in the next two years, because we're in it right now. But we're going to be looking back on it when we get to 2025. 
So what are you going to do now that you look back on in 2025 and say, that was how I helped. That's how I did my best. Now, we also are in our Chiron return for the country. Now we're looking at the USA chart. Chiron return happens every 50 years. Guess what? We were in our Chiron return when Roe was passed. The next Chiron return is exact 2024, 2025. So my hope is that when we get to that exact return, we will have a new version of Roe v. Wade and that we will be even more certain of our rights in this country. And something I've been thinking about a lot lately is the fact that we should pass the Equal Rights Amendment and that will really help because the Equal Rights Amendment would basically say that all of us are equal, regardless of sex or gender. And that's important. So I'm thinking that that's something that we should all be picking up as a talking point in the years ahead. Hopefully, our elected officials will do that. So those are some of the things that I think are being activated in both the USA chart and the road chart, and why this is happening at this moment. And If you feel like the sky is falling, you're not alone. The astrology can sometimes make us feel a little bit better because we see these patterns. We see like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's affirming. But I want to remind you that the planets don't do things. People do things. We are experiencing the energy of the planets and then we are working with it and we are experiencing the consequences of our actions and other people's actions. So please don't let this be a week where you say, oh my gosh, this is happening to me because of the planets. No, this is happening because Republicans have been working for 50 years and getting a lot of their people to vote on this one issue. And so now Democrats and those of us that care about reproductive rights and the rights of all of us live in the ways that we want have to be single issue voters for the next 50 years to change things. So hopefully we'll be able to change things in the next two years. But I do think that we have to remember that we're part of a coalition, a coalition of people that goes beyond party. We're part of a coalition of people that believes that each of us has rights to live the way that we want to live. And therefore, we all have to work together to elect officials that share that belief. And it's really as simple as that. I hope you find this useful or helpful in some way. And I'm sending you so much peace and healing and rest and love and take care of yourself. Give yourself the space that you need to process whatever is coming up for you and know that we all process differently. And I know that can be really frustrating because that's an Aries. I process by going at the problem and trying to solve it. And I know that not everybody else does. So process the way you need to process. And that's it. I'll talk to you next week.
Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate and review it on Apple Podcasts and tell your friends. Finally, come find me on Instagram at Veronica Peretti. I'll talk to you next week.